0: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. I'm glad you could attend. Again, you are listening to the Let's Talk Hemp podcast. I am your host, Morris Beagle. Welcome to the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show that never ends. But I do pause it on occasion for a period of time, which was the case for the last 18 months until I relaunched the show last week with episode one of the Thai Tapes with my friend Sergey from the Ukraine. We connected along with a lot of other folks from around the globe at the first annual Asia International Hemp Expo that took place in Bangkok from November 30th through December 3rd. The event was a success, and my congratulations go to the organizers at the Thai Industrial Hemp Trade Association, along with the Japan Hemp Association, the Second Environmental Hemp Forum, everybody that attended, all who participated, and the Thai government for being very supportive of the new and emerging hemp and cannabis industry in Thailand. During my visit, I got to spend time with several international leaders who made it to the event, including this episode's guest, Anar Artur, who resides in Mongolia. I met Anar in 2019 in Kathmandu, Nepal during the Asia Hemp Summit, and that's not to be confused with the Asia International Hemp Expo. Needless to say, it was great to reconnect with Anar and catch up with him on the progress of hemp in Mongolia and to discuss the Thailand market and our experience there. So with that, we'll jump right into our conversation that took place at Sensibilla. Back at you from uh, Sensi Villa here yeah. in uh, Thailand. I'm sitting with uh, Anar from Mongolia. How are you doing today? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. It was amazing. The Sensi Villa is
1: a magical place yeah, where we can meet like really magical people. So I'm
0: enjoying this moment. I really enjoy it. It's been pretty spectacular, the, the group of people that have come together here in Thailand yes. with the event. So that they've done a... Pretty amazing job of of curating a good group of people from around the world. Yeah. And it's good to connect with you again. I think we met back in Nepal back in In 2019 at the Asian... Summit or yeah,
1: yeah, handbag spa, Asian handbag spa. I remember we met in uh, Kathmandu.
0: Kathmandu, it was a beautiful experience as well. Had monkeys running all over the place, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. That was good. Gotta be careful of those things,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're crazy, they're crazy. (laughs) They can throw at you things and you know, steal your stuff and run away, yeah. So, what were your thoughts on the? The hemp expo here. Uh, yeah, I was not. To be honest, I was not expecting the the, the massive uh, capacity of the place, and uh, you know the, the the all the different types of people coming. You Know from if you think of uh, Kathmandu, it was different, it was different style. There was like 200 some people, right? And it was just a conference, really, it wasn't yeah, like yeah, a full on yeah, expo, yeah, yeah. But this one is humongous and big, and Thailand is really taking off. So I was, I was like surprised with it. what's happening with Canada's cannabis uh, industry in Asia, it's just mind blowing, you know, but not just. Not just, uh, not just in Thailand, in the region, I think in Malaysia, Cambodia, Laos, Myanmar, all these countries, surrounding countries, they are also working on it and um, to, to legalize at certain level and uh, regulate on their own, you know, their own way. I think this conference and uh,
0: Thailand in general is uh, exploding the region. That's how I see it. Yeah, uh, I think so too. They're It'll be interesting to see how the surrounding countries react after Thailand's kind of just turned on the faucet and all guns blazing, really. Yes, but I think it's pretty much obvious logic
1: because uh, if Thailand doing this and a lot of tourists start coming here, all neighboring countries going to lose their tourists. for, for that only reason, I think they will just follow and uh, accept cannabis in a certain level. Right. So it's I think it's just a matter of time when it's going to happen. But I'm pretty sure I estimate like maybe two, three years or maybe more than that. After two, three years, there will be huge and many different changes. And, um, you know, it's hard to resist it's hard to resist things. So I think it's a snowball effect. I think it's a domino effect, and it will it will reach to another level
0: within the time. That's what I see yeah. Well, it definitely gives Thailand an economic advantage to get in the game early here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on in Mongolia?
1: Oh, well, in Mongolia, we've been working for a long time on it, um, but basically our main work was to... Uh, consult and share of our knowledge with uh, our government agencies, you know, and tell them like it's not that terrible, it's not that terrible plan, but at the beginning it was difficult to explain to everyone that is it's truly a medicine, it's a truly, you can build buildings, you can, you can, uh, you know... You can do so many stuff with this and it's economically beneficial to Mongolia. That, that was a hard part to explain because it's still a stable. people were still believing and there is a lot of people still believing that it's something, you know, dangerous and yeah, of course if you abuse it, it's dangerous, but if you use it in the right, uh, right way, in the right manner, with the respect, uh, obviously it's a really, really magnific- magnificent plant. Right, so are you growing currently? Uh, at the moment we are trying to accomplish our regulation in Mongolia. Okay. Um, but at the meantime we have a Mongolian hemp association and we have a lot of different members from different countries as well. So we work at like a association and we grow some. Yes, definitely. But it's in a more in a Buryatine region. Okay. Buryatian region is uh, in Russia in general you, you allow to grow. And uh, Buryatia is like uh, Mongolia within uh, within uh, Russia, okay. let's say, yeah, there is a lot of uh, our ethnic, our DNA is there, and there is uh, people, Buryatian people more look like Mongolians, and our language is more similar, you know. So in this Buryatian region, we grow some hemp, yes. And is that... For
0: fiber or grain or for cattle, uh, for grain
1: uh, to begin with, for grain yeah. because we want to make really uh, good food, good quality food. Because Mongolia tend to import a lot of a lot of food from uh, China, and with the COVID situation, with transportation, all this it get problematic. So we try to grow some grain and uh, feed people. So yeah, we managed to harvest some uh, not bad not bad harvest, and then uh, we want to make. Uh, with this uh, hemp seed oil, and then uh, the rest of the protein uh, material, we want to give it to the uh, animals or process it, and then uh, also make a protein powders. That's that's the that's the first stage. But uh, there is obviously medical medical side to it as well. Uh, Mongolia, the CBD being just approved in Mongolia in july so it's a, it's kind of big news so i'm i'm really happy
0: with the results what's happening in the region as well well good well thank you for your advocacy and making things happen there yeah thanks we need yeah. folks all around the world that are advocating in their own countries or regions yeah. to start to free this plant up and and it was great to see so many people from five continents come to to <laughs> thailand to share their experience and their knowledge to kind of help this area continue to yeah. move in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share about what's going on in the future of Mongolia or anything else in general? Uh, in future in Mongolia? Well, I'll, we,
1: I really want to this thing to expand, you know, because in Mongolia we need a lot of building material as well we need a lot of uh, protein source we need I, I just want to see this plant grow everywhere without boundaries not only in mongolia not only the region the whole planet around this plant should be free and uh, as a grain it should be grown like everywhere so we can solve all the problems that this uh, planet uh, meets you know the deficiency of the food and everything so if you grow hemp everywhere, this planet will going to benefit from it. Like the soil going to benefit from
0: it. The CO two, you know, it's all stuff. Like it's all the stuff we've been talking about for a long time. <laughs> yes. So. Where we can build houses. We can replace plastics. We have a really good superfood source that can help yeah. make us healthy and yeah. Like you said, carbon sequestration. You know, yeah. Take care of the soil. It definitely adds benefit, and we do need to grow this all around the world. We need to have not less than a million acres, but like more than fifty million acres when it's all said and done, to all around the
1: world. Yes, but I also would like to thank Morris for like you know organizing these huge events because it impacts a lot of people, and it educates a lot of people, and it does. So I think it's a really good good job to do this stuff, and I think you really deserve uh, applause, you know, from, uh, from around the world. Because it's, it's you know, and, uh, I hope we can also do some conferences in Mongolia. I, when I get, like, some time, I'm, I really plan to do some
0: legit conferences in Mongolia. So. Well, I think that's important where any country that's trying to develop this industry
2: mm-hmm. should have
0: a conference, trade show... Yeah. that invites out government and universities and yeah. Yeah. others that will benefit the industry and, and help push it in the right direction and understand that this is not something that should be illegal and yeah. should be suppressed and prohibited. Yeah. This yeah. is something that's beneficial for every country, every people around the world. Yes, that's true, that's true. But this this, this explosion, it's,
1: uh, it's USA... Canada, this region really exploded, it really put the beginning of this stuff, you know, this like uh, started there and it going through and then now it's coming back to Asia, you know, those seeds went, went to America from Asia, right, and right. Then it's what happened there is like, it's like, if you imagine it, it's like, you cannot really imagine it mm-hmm. as well, you know, at the state, at what it became, it's exploded really in, in the region, Mm-hmm and then this explosion you know like went through like a vibration and it's now it's happening in asia and then after all these explosions i think this uh, market is going to be more stable you know more clear and uh, more that it and from there i
0: think it will took off to another level for you. yeah we just got to connect all the dots and come up with a a game plan for the industry and set standards where we've kind of just got an international framework of how this can work all around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, thank you for your time. It's been great to hang out and see you again and and I'm sure this won't be the last time.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Maurice. All right.